0: To help support this podcast and get exclusive bonus content and rewards, make a monthly pledge at patreon.com universebox universe box. And remember, remember to, to think, think outside.
1: New Gordon's always worth stopping.
0: But I am sad if you won't see the end of our little story when the clock stops
1: and Gotham falls. Captain,
2: he's all yours. Let the record show that the trial of James Gordon has begun. Nathaniel Barnes presiding as judge, jury, and executioner. There is a war coming.
3: A terrible war. There will be chaos rivers of blood in the streets i know
4: it every criminal in the city will start making moves follow up on the arkham connection arkham's been closed for 10 years man you're hurting yourself i'm testing myself somebody has to take over
0: it might as well be me
2: i'm gonna do you're beginning to irritate me
3: <laughs> however dark and scary the world might be right now there will be light
4: there will be light. anyone ever tell you when you walk you look just like a penguin (laughs) no no one's ever told me that
3: this is justice you're more cockroach than penguin welcome to legends of gotham where we talk about fox's hit series gotham set in the world of batman i'm bill meeks and i'm pino noir wait regio Regio. and marie de simone who am i Yes, and... uh, I'm
0: celebrating early.
3: (laughs) Welcome, everybody. Uh, Anne-Marie's already already popped a bottle open. I better get one out, too. Pop the bottles. It is our 100th episode of Legends of Gotham. So, uh... Cheers! Bottoms up, folks. That is alcoholic... Woo! If I've ever tasted alcoholic alcohol. Yours is water. Uh, But we're coming to you 8.30 p.m. EST, uh, (laughs) twitch.tv slash universe box, along with our lovely chatters. We have a few people in there now. Cobble Potteries, Lone Wolf Pack, Wynn, uh, uh, the Powell family. I'm sure there are going to be more people popping in there as we go along. It's going to be great, but... uh, very exciting, Anne-Marie. Did you ever think we'd make it 100 episodes on this podcast after making it
0: 100 episodes on our last one? No. No? <laughs> I wasn't sure, really. Well, we did. It's a lot of podcasts. We we're... we talk to each other a lot, and we talk to each other a lot online. It's so crazy.
3: We actually reached 100 episodes of this podcast before they reached 100 episodes of Gotham. High five. High five. Boop. But, uh, you know, it, along we're obviously we're going to be talking about this week's episode and everything. But Codes. along with that, uh, we, we have had some people send in some special greetings. Some well wishes. Some greetings from Gotham. Uh, so we're going to play a few of those right now. We're going to play them throughout the episode. We're going to start off with a couple couple really good ones. We got some good ones. Okay, so first up uh, from executive producer of Gotham, John Stevens. Uh, take it to John. the show.
4: Hi, guys. This is John Stevens from <laughs> Gotham on Fox, and I just wanted to call in – congratulate you guys in your 100th episode. That is an amazing amount of time spent talking about television. And to that, I applaud you. Wonderful. Uh, here's to 100 more. Talk to you guys soon. Bye-bye.
0: Thank you very much, Thank you, John. John. You obviously don't listen to the show. <laughs> oh no, he does. He said, "Do a hundred more." Are you going to do a hundred more on your own?
3: Oh yeah, that's probably true because we are we are closing up shop. We're closing here. up shops after the season. After the but uh, we're going to celebrate tonight. We're celebrating. Stop being, being dreary like this week's episode of Gotham, oh, Anne-Marie. Oh, oh. uh, but, uh, okay, uh, next up, uh, we have a special message from John and Derek over at the Gotham TV po- Podcast. Take
4: it away, guys. Hey, Bill and Anne-Marie. This is Derek. Hey. Hi, Bill and Amory, It's John here Hello. from Gotham TV Podcast. We wanted to wish you a very happy 100th episode. Absolutely.
1: Well done for getting to 100 episodes. We're only on 84.
4: Yeah, really good for the hundredth episode of Legends of Gotham. Yeah, it's a great milestone. Yeah, um, and we're really, really happy for you both. Yeah, very proud of you. Uh, sorry, we haven't been in contact for a while. We're very far behind over in Ireland, uh, unfortunately. <laughs> yeah. uh, we used to do a season a season wrap
1: up with uh, with you guys every year. It looks like we're not going to get there this time.
4: I know it's uh, it, it's such a shame that we're so far behind in in episodes, <laughs> but uh, been loving the podcast as always mm-hmm. and. Uh, it's great that you've hit that centenary of podcasts for for gotham congratulations we
1: will speak to you soon hopefully we'll catch up with you during the summertime
4: absolutely massive congratulations and uh keep on up the good work speak to you soon speak to you soon bye
3: Thank you very much, John and Derek. Yeah, Thank if you. you guys, if you guys want to do a roundtable, we'll be going. I honest. mean, I'm
0: sure we can do that this summer.
3: Definitely. But, uh, mm-hmm. you, you know, we're, we're sorry that our, our friends over in the UK, England, London, Ireland, that whole area couldn't get
0: their act together and they're, aired off of normal. They are
3: just so far behind in everything from America.
0: Now, now, now.
3: I I mean, I I mean i i blame brexit i honestly i, I blame Brec- brexit we're getting political, on get this political. episode do not get political no but seriously i i know they're way behind and they're going to be talking about episodes 10 or 15 weeks after you've watched them the go- gotham tv podcast if you're looking for a replacement show we highly recommend those guys as long as you're in european time they are our <laughs> bay of gotham podcast for sure love you okay we're gonna have some more uh, special uh greetings and whatnot from people as we move through the episode but why don't we go ahead and get started talking about this week's episode amory uh, <laughs> i think you should probably go ahead and hit us up with the rhyming riddling
0: episode summary why does barnes wear a painted on mask to separate his present from his past how many statues did the court make their maps can survive a joker source break Will Penguin kill Riddler? We'll find out next week. Can Ed stand up to an army of freaks? Is Lee damned now, or will Jim clean her blood? Whatever comes next, all will be judged. All will be judged. And Marie, what'd you think? Good episode. Do like thumbs to- up? <laughs> Two How about thumbs you? Up?
3: Do not, a thumbs not, up. not a thumb, and then a cut off thumb.
0: Uh oh, Jerome's in the chat again. <laughs> <Uh-oh>. <laughs> Welcome back, Jerome. It's been a while. Yeah, thank
3: you. I'm I so glad Jerome could join us for our hundredth episode. Exactly. We really appreciate it, buddy. Okay, so no, I, I, I liked it. I liked it. I th- again, I felt. I, and I feel like we said this last week. It felt like a little bit of a gluey episode. It was right? very gluey. Uh, you know, kicking us. F- Ahead to the finale. Just enough. But I, I have a feeling that uh, starting next week, it's just going to be all roll wheels the, off the, this the, car, the you know. Roll. Yeah, the car's going to be rolling with all the wheels off of it, and it's going to be great. Interesting. But we do want to talk about this week's episode, I, which, I mean, I enjoyed. Good I, things I, happen. I thoroughly enjoyed it. Mm-hmm. I, and I wanted to start off talking about, I call this point, the whole bloody affair. Because even for Gotham, this was an especially gruesome episode. I,
0: See? Oh, I guess. But, now that I read your list,
3: but I thought it was worth noting the extreme violent moments that happened throughout the the episode. So here, here we're going to go ahead and count these down. Okay, so Selena stabs Johnny Bruce. Yeah. Johnny Bruce attacks multiple times with the fire poker. Yeah. Johnny Bruce uh, headbutts Alfred repeatedly. Uh, Mario slashes his wrist, then Lee drinks his blood. That was repulsive and a dream. Uh, Ed gets beat down by the guards. <laughs> Penguin slashes the guard's throat after having his throat fake, fake slashed slash. with Jello. Uh, alfred stabs Catherine's hand that uh, probably was the most extreme uh, so moment great. of the episode uh, i don't know this next one was Catherine is decapitated <clears throat> uh, barnes gets his hand shot off uh, yeah. the talon cuts off his own finger and then there were other miscellaneous punches knockout gas etc 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 all in all this might be the most messed up gotham episode of gotham like ever so well done guys
0: I applaud you as well. I, yes. I I may actually think that some of the hashtag maniacs was a bit more gruesome, but mm-hmm. now that I look at your list...
3: Yeah, the, the, this was just... I mean, Gotham has had more gruesome moments overall, but this was just a ton of gruesome moments <laughs> compressed <laughs> into just one episode. Exactly. By the way, uh, the Derby Kid, Rebecca Johnson, host of co-host of uh, Supergirl Radio, has joined us in the chat room. Mm-hmm. And, uh, Bobby Hawk's in there, too, and Jerome. Uh, Bobby Hawk asks, Bobby me. wants to
0: know where everybody is. He's like, where's Raj Agul? Where's... Valerie Vale, million um, dollar question. I think
3: after after that last night's episode, you can assume that they've been disemboweled. Probably. Well, Valerie's long gone. Yeah. And I, uh, Gavin in the chat room says, "Hey Barnes, can I give you a hand?" Uh, But Anne-Marie, what was your favorite violent moment from this episode? Oh,
0: well, Catherine getting decapitated, of course.
3: Yes, definitely.
0: Actually, no, no, no. I take that back. We don't
3: have to ask, who's that lady anymore? Who's that
0: lady? No, I take it back, though. I think actually Alfred stabbing Catherine's hand because that – surprised me more than anything
3: yeah i mean you expect you expect barnes to you You expect the executioner
0: to uh execute someone however you don't necessarily expect the butler to come in and stab Mm. stab a bitch
3: yeah yeah jada made it he's not a cop he's a butler exactly i'm not a cop i'm a butler a total badass butler
0: (laughs) badass butler makes it
3: great is probably just like a hair's breadth away from being a criminal himself. Like, Well, wasn't he? I
0: mean, he was in like the military, yeah, right? Well, the yeah, British he was military. in the military. He might
3: have... I, I can't remember if this version was an MI5 or not, you know, like the British Secret Service yeah. and all that. But yeah, he he has a history for sure.
0: Interesting, interesting.
3: Um, uh, Let's see. Bobby Hawk in the chat room asked, what happened to when Ben McKenzie said Gordon would become a DC hero? I don't know. I, I mean, don't know. Time.
0: Because you know what? He said that in July and everybody went oh, mm-hmm. like he wasn't supposed to say it so they might have had to backtrack on that yeah, one Mr. McKenzie plans, they uh, might have changed sure. plans
3: see Lone Wolf Pack says I loved Alfred stabbing heard that Butler is clearly about that life hashtag thug life very yes. true uh hashtag butler life thank you very much noise and uh then gavin says butler's dad was a time lord very true oh yeah and uh the derby kid says alfred wasn't messing around nope. uh it, it was pretty extreme it was pretty extreme it was pretty extreme, extreme. Sure. okay so Murray, you wanted to talk about something right
0: dude lee has gone over to the dark side and i would just like to say thank you lee <laughs> for finally go doing something just doing something
3: i'm not clapping
0: you're not clapping okay so typically in gotham the villains are a bit more interesting than the heroes let's Mm -hmm. just be honest uh though i think we're gonna get a little bit of a switch on that soon um and lee has basically been really really boring for about a year
3: you know i i saw someone mention online today they pointed out that both both of jim's main love interests were really boring people didn't like them that much until they became a villain if if, if lee that's you know kind of translates out
0: well i mean she kind of has to turn into some sort of a villain i don't see her trying to take over the underworld like um miss mm-hmm. keen yeah but she she ain't she ain't good no mo. yeah um, uh, by the way gavin in the chat room says hashtag bat cat oh bat cat yes bringing we're, it back we're, yeah we're, we're gonna get a bat cat team soon definitely yes um let's see Lee's been pretty boring for about a season hopefully now that she's infected with the tech virus she will have some pizzazz <laughs> and you could see it in her face like you mm-hmm. could feel like she was like okay okay we can do this um now here's the only thing i'm gonna have to say is please do not become harley quinn yeah because i've seen that thrown around a well, lot I think a lot, of,
3: uh, I think a lot of fans are saying that but i well yes i almost want to say that i read some creators say that it won't be a character we already know
0: I don't when recall Harley shows up. I, I feel like I'm on the on the stand. I do not recall. Um, but
4: guilty. Sorry, go ahead.
0: Drinking. <laughs> um, no, I I just really would hate to see that, actually. Because I don't think she'd be a really good fit for that character. Oh no, not at all. Not at all. There's there's nothing nothing yeah, there. As the
3: Derby kid says in the chat room, Lee equals Harley, how do you make that leap? And the Powell family agrees, you know, no to Harley. No
0: to Harley. Um, I think that they will introduce a new character at Arkham since I believe that's where Jerome is right now. I really don't know. He could still be at the, hey, we're sewing your face on infirmary. Mm-hmm. Um, that's going to become Harley because that is confirmed. Um, I just think that would make a bit more sense. However – I think that Lee will – th- oh, I think that Lee will be how and why they eventually find a cure to the touch virus. Mm-hmm. Um, she's closer to all of the main cast members than anyone else who's been infected. So there's a higher sense of urgency and I think um that Lucius was working on it with her anyway. Yeah. So I feel like there's going to be – that's where that's going to – Come from?
3: You know where I think they're going to find the cure? Where? In Arkham Asylum, because you think
0: there's already a cure there?
3: Well, no. If you remember, Jervis Tetch was immune to the virus, right. so maybe they can use his blood to make some sort of antibody, Ooh. antivirus kind of thing. And kind but of is he really immune
0: or is he infected?
3: He could be infected too. Uh, We did theorize. That we theorized that, sure.
0: and it makes so much sense. Mm-hmm. So there's that. Let's see over in the chat room here. It's a busy chat room tonight. I love it. Yeah, the
3: Derby Kid says. Uh, Ma- Ma- Reina baccarin it plays a great villain but i'm sad that lee did such a dumb thing i hope they
0: find an antidote well i think she did the dumb thing because she felt responsible for mario's death yeah because tech basically told her it was her fault because she plus anyone she's
3: she talks to they're like oh no the virus is awesome do the virus virus yeah you won't be cool unless you do it lee yeah you know peer yes. pressure uh, let's see. Uh, and Wolf Wolfpack says she is clearly going to be the big death of this season if she's not returning. Uh, they're setting mm. that up, it seems. I, I could to- totally see that. Although I, I feel like because she was at the upfronts for Gotham that she's probably going to be back. I wouldn't – ca- uh, see, but I don't Olympic actually take capacity. that
0: as that because she's um, – what's-his-face is Boo. Yeah, uh, uh, ben,
3: ben McKenzie's. Yeah that, g- yeah, that guy.
0: Slash Jim Gordon. Slash Jim Gordon. to his alter ego. So that's my – I'm not quite sure about that. I
3: definitely think the consensus is in our chat room is no, don't make me Please don't
0: let her be Harley. I know that's already decided. Mm -hmm. So please let it not be true.
3: Okay. Speaking of things that might not be true, (laughs) my next point I've titled Yanni Bruce – face, or fiction.
2: Okay.
3: Uh, we and the characters in the show have been operating under the assumption that Yanni Bruce is a clone of Bruce Wayne, but something the shaman said to Bruce in this episode gives me some pause. Okay, Okay. so f- so follow along with me here. Oh. Okay, so first, he mentions that the court's talons are culled from orphanages, yes. then trained in much the same way Bruce was trained in the past few episodes, where they put away all their pain so they can you know be submissive to the shaman and do whatever they say regardless i yes. uh, in fact we even see the talent in the room there with him he cuts off his finger and he doesn't react to the he even, at like, all.
2: Blink.
3: It, almost like he doesn't feel pain which is exactly like yanni bruce mm-hmm. uh, so I, I i might lose all my credibility doing this on a 100th episode it's probably about time uh, but how much do you want to bet that yanni bruce isn't actually a bruce wayne clone but an orphan who the court modified to look like Bruce Wayne and then trained up as a talent and everything. Now, you might be saying, how would that work? Don't forget. How would that work, Bill? Thank you, Anne-Marie. You're welcome. Uh, don't forget about Dr. Simon back in episode eight of this season. He was a face transplant specialist for Gotham's underworld. Perhaps he was able to transplant a Wayne-esque face onto the kid who eventually became Yanni Bruce. I, mm. uh, you know, maybe they did some sort of memory wipe or something there too. Like, I, I mean, Hugo Strange, he's king, the king. of the memory wipes. Uh, so perha- they're all king of the memory. And then, you know, to go on from that, perhaps the court got Kristen Kringle's face from her corpse. Uh, after i would buried it then transplanted it onto isabella so again i might be totally wrong but i have a feeling the clones this season will be revealed as hush-esque doppelgainers if, if you know who hush is in the comics you get that reference. interesting interesting yeah but i i, I definitely what, what do you think of that amory
0: you know i this is how i feel when you do these wild predictions mm-hmm. I think it's completely crazy. And you know what? It's probably true then. Yeah. Because almost every time that there's one of these Bill theories, mm-hmm. exactly, cobble Potter, he's, oh snap, he's onto something. <laughs> exactly. Um, Paul Finley, but where would the clone nosebleeds come from? It could be like <clears throat> just a matter of the putting the, the bodies together. Mm-hmm. It, it breaks down.
3: Yeah. that That's very, maybe, maybe he's rejecting the face.
0: Oh, maybe they didn't put the face on until, like, almost the time when everything, like, mm. went, so. Yeah, uh, Lone Wolf Pack asked,
3: could the clone be a uh, mini Clayface-esque person? I, I suppose that could be the case. <laughs> but uh, it seems like, you know, they set up this, this face transplant specialist earlier in the season. It would be a shame not to kind of That's pay true. off Bring on back. that later on in the season. Um,
0: Gavin uh, points out about that we've already met Hush.
3: Yeah, we did back in, in season, season one. one but he wasn't hush esque yet no, and i he mean this it. could this could still be, could
0: be his you know kind
3: kind of uh, a foreshadowing it. the technology that hush eventually uses to become you know
0: right. hush it could be his inspiration
3: but yeah, that's my kind of thinking right now. Okay. I still think that Yanni Bruce is being set up for a selfless sacrifice before the end of the season. That's that's well, still Yanni my guess.
0: Be- he became attached. Mm-hmm. He became attached.
3: I also think think it's a possibility since he has had if he has had this whole mind wipe thing happen that it might come on the the end of him getting his memory back somehow and realizing oh. who he was and maybe we find out the the one kind of weak point in my theory here is that they would have had to find a face that looked a lot like bruce wayne
2: yeah.
3: uh so I, I mean it's possible they could have grown the face the just the face you know at
0: this point anything's possible yeah
3: grow the face grow the face that's all i'm saying
0: why are you chanting that i
3: don't know because i like to chant you do like, you, you do. Okay, what's up, Amory?
0: Okay. So what exactly are those locations in the Crystal Owl map marking? Um <coughs> sorry guys, I caught the funk this week. <laughs> um so my guess, and a guess that seems to be on the show is that they're like the court's safe houses or where they have like their own little spots. And you know what that completely makes sense. Mm-hmm. And they can check this pretty easy since they already know of a few of them because we've broken into like four now. Um, and it feels like the most likely option because it would be very excessive to make multiple crystal owls containing a map for this one plan. In fact, they would have had to know that they were going to do this plan like way early in the season mm-hmm. when um, Bat Butt Cat stole the other one. Well, I mean, I mean,
3: it ju- it just comes down to good sense. I mean, anytime you're storing a massive amount of data on on some sort of storage device like a crystal owl, it's always good to keep an offsite backup just in right. case the first one gets destroyed.
0: right and you know what the first one's the one they got put back together
3: yeah which is kind of impressive that's very true
0: um so that 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 and the image
3: was still pristine too (laughs) it was
0: amazing (laughs) that that guy was like on it Mm -hmm. um also these crystal elves feel like something that have been passed down for like years and years and years and years and years yeah um so the information has to be something that was needed repeatedly over years and years and years it would be just so weird to Mm-hmm. make these just for this one plan.
3: Well, maybe maybe it's where all the... Because, c- I, I mean, I don't <clears throat> know if they're going to go fully this way in Gotham, but the Talons in uh, the Shaman kind of... Sp- Talks about it tonight uh-huh. or, or in, this, in last night's episode, but you know the the talons are kind of they're trained, then they're kind of put into cold storage and stored in coffins until they're needed again. So maybe these are all locations of where there are talons.
0: That's possible
3: because I I mean uh, I'm trying to think uh, where where was the one place that they they went to that was shown on a map? Because I know they when they went and found the owl, then they went to a place. Was it the courtroom? I feel like there was a talent there though. That's all I'm saying. I'm saying, saying, maybe, maybe that's what it is. I don't know. Uh, a couple of potteries over in the chat room says, "Oh well, you know Gotham folks appear and sometimes just disappear off the face of the earth, so to speak." Because they're talking about Scarecrow and whatever happened to him.
0: La- oh yeah, He's La- in last seen.
3: Scene- yeah, last seen in the hospital, strapped to a bed. Which, by the way, is something very interesting. I'll see if I can dig it up here real quick. I- yeah, I uh, found a graphic uh, this weekend that showcased uh, the Scarecrow's original origin story. I thought. People might find it interesting here. I'll put it up on the screen real quick. And it's over on my Twitter, at Bill Meeks. Uh, But uh, it's basically, I guess, uh, he's been rejected from a job interview because uh, he wasn't dressed nice. So, And later in his home, Crane ponders, The fools, do they think I would give up my precious books just to buy clothes? Bah! They think I'm strange and I... I look like a scarecrow. A scarecrow. They judge human values by money. If I had money, they'd respect me. And I could buy more books. Yes, if only I had money. Lots and lots of money. He takes the completely wrong lesson from it. Yeah. <laughs> which I thought was
0: pretty funny. Um over in the chat room, Pal family asks, Wasn't Dick Grayson's ancestor a talent in the comics? To which Gavin replies, his great grandfather.
3: Yes. Yes, there is a connection to the Grayson family, and we've already
0: had the one. The yeah. flying Graysons have been around. Yeah,
3: I, although I don't think they've been around since uh, season, season one. one.
0: No, yeah. but they 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 were introduced just enough. Mm-hmm. That's all we needed.
3: Yeah, and uh, Bobby also points out they were the Gray Sons of Gotham. I,
0: I remember uh, that now
3: that you guys mentioned it. Thanks, guys. Thanks, guys. We really appreciate we're
0: it. You're cool. Okay, hundred episodes. Yay,
3: <laughs> hundred episodes. Whoa, uh, we're gonna get back to the main episode discussion for just a, in just a moment. But where first did you we,
0: put all the things? Oh, they're there.
3: But uh, first, we just wanted to mention, uh, you know, we are going to be shutting down shop here uh, in just a couple weeks. Yeah. But we do have a Patreon. If you want to, you know, just throw us a couple
0: shekels, buy us a, gla- a glass of buy wine, buy me a bottle of wine, please, to congratulate
3: us on 100 episodes and almost 300 episodes total. I think we figured out the other day. It's of like
0: something ridiculous podcast
3: we've done in the past five years. I uh, know. But it's, it's Patreon.com/slash/universebox, and we like to give a shout out to anyone giving five dollars or more per did month. Did you add every that? Yes, yes, I did. And And uh, the $5 star patrons this month are Becca Baca, Harry Seidler, Angel, Bobby Hawk, Monica Jones, Other Anne-Marie, Casa Commotion, Miss Thistle Moon, Sage of Earth, AK, Patty, Robert Cattler, Hope Mullinex, Jessica Gonzalez, and Patrick Cohn. Uh, We love you guys. You're the dreamer of dreams. If you you want to toss us a fiver on the way out, go to patreon.com slash universe box. And remember Remember to to think think outside. outside. Buy me two-buck Chuck. Cabo Bahaduri says, Daw, And Gavin says, never close up shop. (sighs)
2: I just get you drinking.
3: And then Lone Wolfpack says, as soon as I find you, you close up shop. Why can't I have nice things? <laughs> and then uh, Gavin says, as long as Barnes is still bald, you will stay. <laughs> well, I think that touch virus very is going
0: to grow in a whole nice head of hair.
3: I think you should take that up with Michael Chicklis, sir. He's not bald by choice. <laughs> <laughs>
0: okay.
3: Okay. <laughs> So uh, we're going to get back to the main discussion in just a second. We do have a couple other little special recordings that we have here we wanted to play. First is up from Rebecca Johnson. The Derby
0: Kid over in the
5: chat room.
3: Co-host of Supergirl Radio. Take it away, Rebecca.
5: What's up, Legends of Gotham? What's up? Johnson, and I just wanted to congratulate you on reaching your 100th episode. I first encountered you all as podcasters through our shared interest in Once Upon a Time. So when I eventually quit watching (laughs) that show, I was glad to see that you wanted to watch another show that I was also (laughs) planning on watching that just happened to be centered around a young Bruce Wayne, the GCPD, and Batman's fantastic Rogues Gallery. The early goings of Gotham were rough for me, but it's been wonderful to see the show get better and better and better. Better. And part of what makes watching Gotham so fun is hearing your perspectives of it, including delightful segments like, Look at this Joker. Look at it. Or the use of inventive nicknames like Pingy Pants. (laughs) Bill and Anne Marie, I just wanted to thank you for your enthusiasm for the show, your example of how to create community and providing an opportunity for fans to share their thoughts. Happy 100th episode!
2: Hey,
3: Thank you! Thank you very much, Rebecca. And uh, it it goes without saying, but one of the joys we've had of doing this show is hearing from you every week and hearing you say, What's up, Legends of
0: Gotham? Because it gives us a chance to go what's up
3: and maybe now that you're caught up you can join us for the next couple episodes too and you know? your show's over yeah your show's over so you have no excuse not to be i have I checked your schedule your show is over Rebecca, i expect you, you here owe us.
0: i don't care if you're on the treadmill <laughs> I Expect
3: you here. <laughs> okay and uh, one one uh, more voicemail before we get back into the discussion this is from uh tom calderon aka joe the cut cop one of the regular extras on the first couple seasons of gotham take it away tom
4: hey Tom Calderoni here giving a shout out to my pals at Legends of Gotham on your historic and epic 100th episode. And a giant thanks always for your support of Joseph Cop. See you guys around Gotham soon.
3: Thank you very Thank much. Thank you, Tom. Tom. Hey, hey, we always look forward to your tweets on Gotham, Mo- hashtag Gotham Monday. We invented that. We did invent. We're just going to keep saying that, that yeah. because
0: that's all we've got.
3: <laughs> <laughs> and uh, we got we have an F, yeah, Tom from the chat room. So yes. so people love you, Tom. Yes. Keep doing what you do. Do what you do. Okay. Speaking of loving <clears> things, <throat> you know what I loved in this episode? What?
0: What did you love, Bill? The super villain team up. Super villain team up.
3: I I loved how the team up between Edward. I I, I mean the Riddler. And Edward, Edward, Ed, Edward. 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 The Riddler and Penguin worked out. They are both so set on killing each other that they are willing to put aside their differences and escape so that it's a fair fight.
0: That's hilarious. Yeah, uh,
3: they, if nothing else, I thought this team-up made it apparent that the two rogues are true equals now, where before yeah. it was kind of Penguin tootling Ed and then crushing on Ed and, uh, you know, all <laughs> sorts, crushing of, on all sorts of machinations. And, but now it feels like they're equals, meaning that their eventual battle is going to be outright spectacular. I also really enjoyed that in the last scene, it was a nice little touch. That like most other supervillains, neither one of the boys could resist revealing their master plan to the other one. They're both like, oh, I have Babs and, you know, the whole Gotham Underworld. Oh, I have have all the the monster freaks freaks or the the army of freaks and stuff. Uh They they couldn't resist monologuing to each other Uh before they parted ways. A monologue built for two, I say. A monologue (laughs) built for two. What did you think about their team up this episode, Emory?
0: You know, I thought it was pretty funny that they just sort of kept kind of ratting each other out. Like every time, like... Excuse me, Edward would get an upper hand. Penguin would be like, bang, 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 and calling him the. the <laughs> even though he's being like knocked out, he's like passing out, and he's like, "I will call the people." And you know, it just and, um. Then when he came to, he's like, "Did they beat you?" He's mm-hmm. like, "You know they did." <laughs> like I, I just enjoy their dynamic, and but I have since season one. Mm-hmm. Something fun,
3: uh, a yeah, voicemail. But go ahead.
0: Oh, okay. Um, so no, I find them highly entertaining, and I, I, I wish we had them teamed up a little longer. Mm-hmm. Though I think a face-off between the two of them will be quite epic.
3: Oh, definitely uh, for for sure for sure. Like I, 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 I I'm just. Looking forward to seeing like all of the characters sort of you know, butting heads. The villains, the episode, yeah. I
0: want to see like um a face off, like all of them coming down the street on opposite side, like little. <laughs> so, West nice. Side Story, that's it. I'm sitting here going, I'm like, West what is that musical?
3: We're gonna have a rumble yeah.
0: tonight. That's what I want to see.
3: Going to when, wait, Rumble when do we get tonight? the Gotham
0: musical episode? Isn't it about time we start asking for that?
3: I, I've been asking for it for a while. We got a little taste with Pangy Pants yes, a couple Panky episodes Pants. back in that dream sequence. Cobble uh, Pottery's is over in the chat room asks, do you think we'll actually get a war or will they just uh, be forced to join forces against something bigger? I
0: think, I think we'll start there and then the, we'll get the war.
3: The last time we were promised, promised a war in Gotham, we got... Like four dudes walking down the that the street yeah. in hoods. So
0: well, I'm we also for at least I mean we, did, we did, <laughs> We're ignoring the hoods. The hoods <laughs> was not a war. No, I think the biggest war was um, in the the big empty room warehouse mm. where every all the action happens. Where on all Gotham. the Ford commercials happen. Yeah, all the Ford yeah. commercials as well as all the action happens. Um, where it was like Maroney and all of that sort of stuff happened. I think that mm-hmm. was our biggest like fight. Yeah, and I would like another one of those, please.
3: Uh, I have a feeling you might get your wish. You think I'm going to get it? Yeah, I, th- I think they're going to go all out at the end of the season. I, I'm, I'm thinking because it feels like we've been doing a lot of shooting on static sets without a lot of oh, really? special effects and stuff. So it feels like maybe they're saving, saving up the, money? the budget for that two hour season
0: finale <gasps> that we right. have coming up in a couple weeks. Yes. You know? Okay, so you wanted to talk about my pal, Al, right? Your pal, Al. Okay, so Alfred, this is a man that knows how to move with a purpose. Like, it drives me nuts that, you know, like, Jim and Harvey are like, la, 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 all the time. Mm -hmm. Everybody's just lollygagging, and Alfred's like, where have you been? I've been calling your phone. Why have you – like, he gets done.
3: I thought it was a little unfair of him to not call up Jim for like six months, not to say, hey, you want to go bowling? You want to come over to the mansion Would you for like to drink? have a beer? And then he's like, hey, I need you right now. I don't care what you have going on, you know?
0: Right. Well, there is that problem. And right. that
3: just so happened that both of their problems were intertwined. The same you know, problem. Intertwined. Yeah. Right.
0: So through the episode, the second he sees Selena fighting Bruce, he jumps right in actually to see what's going on and kind of to save her, which is quite impressive because mm-hmm. we know he's not a fan.
3: Although he was really cold to her. Like he was like... Like, you're just like your mom. Run away.
0: I'm getting to that. Well, I'm just talking. I'm just, no. Um, but, like, within seconds, realized that it was not really Bruce. At least he mm. knew to believe her. Because yeah. he could have just been like, shh. But, you know, Yanni ratted himself out anyway. But once him and Selena come both come back from being knocked out, Yeah. Yeah. Um, and he's trying to find gordon finally for help because he sh- really should have been asking for help for a while ago mm-hmm. but he realized selena's essentially useless he stops paying her literally any attention <laughs> and he's like all right i'm out of here because obviously i can't get anything done here you're not gonna help me you little street rat and off goes mm-hmm. but him going into the gcpd and just like taking over was fantastic yeah i mean like he actually got things in you know, stabber okay now you're gonna tell me where bruce is
3: and Jim and Harvey were just like letting Let him go. go, like,
0: yeah. and okay. then they put him in charge of her. Uh huh. I was like, oh, oh, no. (laughs) That can't end well. This will not end well. So, no, I'm just, you know, he's taken a bit of a backseat lately, but it's nice to see Alfred move with a purpose.
3: Definitely. Definitely. Uh, Yeah, I I really enjoyed Alfred in this Mm -hmm. episode. Although I was a little disappointed that he didn't didn't have like a secret inkling that Yanni Bruce was not actual Bruce. See,
0: that's my problem is like, you could tell from the very first scene he had an inkling. Mm -hmm. There's no way this kid was such a good actor. Well, I,
3: I guess it was... Was just a situation where he was like he had no eh, reason not weird. to believe like like that what we thought was him kind of catching, catching on to on. bruce yanni bruce's scheme was just him being like yeah that's weird then he went about his day and made tea or whatever uh let's see uh, over in the chat <laughs> room cobble Pottery says it was amazing when alfred dealt. Out the uh, never come back message, like Selena did to her mom, ouch man right, and uh, then uh, Jerome also says, in regards to the season finale, Jerome will return, Gotham will burn in this game of checkers it 's jim 's turn
0: a uh, little bit of a rhyme there little little Riddler rhyme in there yes,
3: definitely uh thanks, okay, so i I wanted to <laughs> I, I wanted to talk a little bit about uh, what it really we haven't we barely touched on the shaman and Bruce stuff at all, so right. I wanted to ask a question who's playing who? (laughs) Who's (laughs) Who's
2: playing who?
3: Okay, so at the end of the episode, I got the distinct impression that Bruce is running a Batman's gambit on the shaman. Regardless of locking his emotions up in a mind safe or whatever, uh, I don't think the real Bruce Wayne would vow blind allegiance to the shaman unless it was part of a bigger plan. Yeah. Now, I'm fairly, uh, I'm also fairly certain that the shaman's memory uh, that he shared with Bruce is a total sham in that the shaman is likely the leader of the Court of Owls, who we haven't seen yet, who Catherine denied being. Basically laughed
0: at uh, Jim for thinking he was
3: the leader. Or she was. She. Yeah, yeah. Uh, but So so I'm thinking it's either going to be the shaman or his boss. I think he's still completely loyal to the court or pulling the strings of the court, but he showed Bruce a fake memory to get him mm-hmm. to do what he wanted. But regardless of the machinations on both sides, I'm curious to see what the shaman asked Bruce Wayne to do. Mm-hmm. Uh, now that he has a weapon, he can point somewhere. Uh, does he really want to take the, down the court? Uh, is he loyal to the court or is he going to convince Bruce that Gordon is a member and not to be trusted so Bruce can take Gordon? Gordon down. Mm-hmm. I mean, I guess we'll find out next week or in the next couple weeks. Possibly, but yes. Th- did you think that by the Bruce was completely taken over by the shaman's mind-safe ways?
0: You know, I kind of did. You did? I did. I I'm, I don't always catch on to those things like you do, though. Mm-hmm. Um. So I, I'm curious to see because, you know, now you've planted the seed in my head that yes. he's pl- he's pulling one With over on the shaman. sure. No acupuncture, that still scares me. Um, though I could, I totally could believe that it was a fake memory. Mm. I, I feel like we're having a little like Harry Potter pensive action. (laughs) <laughs> um. So that was a little strange. So I don't know. I I will be curious what Bruce will do once he gets back into familiar territory. Mm-hmm. Lately, the, he's just hanging out in pajamas.
3: Over over in the chat room, uh, let's see. Uh, <laughs> uh, Dean says uh, the shaman is playing everybody. Yeah,
0: I believe that.
3: The Powell family thinks he works for Roz. Oh, yeah, I could see that too. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, it, 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 It's it's hard to say what's going to happen, but I'm
0: so excited to find out. Yes.
3: Okay, you wanted to talk a little more about Selena, right?
0: All Selena, you make no sense, girl. You make no sense. She literally came back from the dead to warn Alfred about (laughs) Bruce not being Bruce. And when the opportunity to actually do something about it comes up, she can't be bothered because it doesn't benefit her.
3: She did stab him, though. She She stabbed Johnny Bruce.
0: Okay, but what did that? I mean, all that did was tell Alfred that this is not the real Bruce. Mm -hmm. Like the way she was acting, she was like, you know, a lover scorned that she needed to go, like, have some redemption or something. And, you know, everybody loves a redemption arc. <laughs> um <clears throat> excuse me but it just seemed like she just couldn't be bothered and that made no sense to me however completely partially unrelated how was she she was so hardcore channeling michelle pfeiffer yeah. in this episode it was insane when mm. she stood up on the table or whatever i was like oh. well i've always said that about her that she i looks know but like it's, it's M- like michelle more pfeiffer. and more yeah like she she's leaning into it they're they're helping her lean into it and I, it's beautiful the
3: derby kid says selena throwing down on yanni bruce was awesome it really very true very true it when really Kyle was Pottery's agrees i, I think that's what the character is yes. uh, the pow family asked was selena's coldness and act or was uh the fall and ivy healing a permanent change in her character i think that's kind of what they were going through with the cats crawling all over because that's kind of signals right. the change in the Catwoman movies right uh, anyway so i i have a feeling that we're going to see a slightly darker selena movie well forward. i mean i
0: think we kind of knew we were going to get a slightly darker but it was mm-hmm. one of those things where bruce is her soft spot yeah I,
3: I i think the cats crawling all over opened her up to the darkness and then out slam there at the end really right. pushed her over the top, Well, yeah, sure. I'm sure. Okay, so what's eating Nathaniel Barnes is what I want to know. Uh, now, Barnes finally steps into the spotlight this week as the executioner, uh, you know, complete with costume and yes. painted Makeup. on mask and everything. Uh, and, and this moment has been building for quite a while. Last summer, Michael Chiklis even said that, that this evolution of the character is why he took the part in the first place. That's crazy. So. It had a lot to live up to, mm-hmm. uh, at least in my mind. And I found it a little uneven throughout the episode. Uh, given his, uh, you know, his whole mission, it seemed weird that he was so quick to become Catherine's errand boy. Yeah. Uh, you know, I, I mean, obviously he realized the position was beneath him eventually by decapitating her, but, mm-hmm. it, but still, it seemed a little weird that he was so willing to do the court's bidding. Uh, You know, and then it was also odd that Barnes tore through the GCPD to get to Jim, considering his respect of the law is a big part of his demented motivation to become the executioner. Mm -hmm. I thought, you know, attacking Jim Gordon, one thing, Harvey, maybe because he's so tight with Jim Gordon, but, you Mm -hmm. know, the entire GCPD, it just didn't seem in character for Barnes, considering his touched up motivation. Right. Uh, You know, but uh, in a lot of ways, it felt like he was there to let Jim know that Lee was investigating getting the virus independently uh, so that when Jim found out that the virus was missing at the end of the episode, he was like, oh, Lee, because she was asking questions about it without mm-hmm. letting us know. And as cool as it was uh, to see Chicklis be a total uh, super badass super villain, mm-hmm. uh, complete with jumping out windows and uh, jumping down from the rafters and everything. That was awesome, by the way. It felt like a bit of a waste to have his main function in the story amount to an info dump to set, Jim's, uh, to set up Jim's uh, final revelation about where the virus ran off to at the end of the episode. Now, now, you know, will the executioner return? I I mean, I'd love to see him again in a more more fully featured story where he's really the main focus of the episode. Mm -hmm. I'd love to see him. But as Alvarez says, you know, he's in the wind. So I guess we'll see. They could leave it here if they wanted to or they could pick up sometime later and he just shows up one day.
0: I think he's going to show up when all of the craziness is going on. Yeah. Like Jerome will be out. Mm-hmm. The owls will be hooting around. Like I think some <laughs> craziness is going to happen and pff, in comes Chickles. Yeah. And it's
3: going to be crazy. I, I did enjoy Alvarez's use of the phrase in the window because mm-hmm. they on Michael Chickless's probably his biggest show he's ever done The Shield. Mm-hmm. It was a phrase they used constantly constantly to talk about criminals who were who were missing in action or who they couldn't find they they always talked about them being in the wind so i feel like that was kind of a little throwback to the shield i know it's a common phrase but i let me have my dreams folks (laughs) anything fun in the chat room
0: um everybody thinks that Barnes needs a tutorial on how to do his makeup a little better. Mm-hmm. Um also Lone Wolf Pack thinks he, he's going to go get a new hand and then he'll come back.
3: That's her. You know one thing weird thing I did what? notice. What? Uh you know right before the commercial break they have him slamming his gavel slash uh decapitation tool on on the mm. judge's bench being, you know, guilty, guilty or whatever he yeah. was saying. He was he was slamming it down like a judge does a gavel. Of course. And then uh, when they pick back up with the scene uh-huh. later he's picking it up off off of a table and putting it on his hand the the axe thing uh. we, we, i thought it was a weird little continuity gaff that uh you know generally Goth, gotham doesn't have well maybe we you just missed something possibly very or maybe i'm are, gonna
0: blame you okay blame me i blame you not gotham
3: because i well people don't know this i in, after 100 episodes i guess it's finally time to reveal it i am the prop master on gotham so you know i have to take care of that axe when penguin Gwitz gets thrown in the water i need to make sure the water he has is murky. a tuna sandwich no, but not too to, murky but not
0: too murky but not too murky not too murky, not too murky. Aw, throwbacks throwbacks see that that's what we should have had queued up Oh, uh, they, but not Sumoiki. <laughs>
3: okay. So you wanted to talk a little bit about Barnes, too, right?
0: I do. So am I the only one who finds Robo Barnes to be a little bit odd? Um, no. he takes, <laughs> no, good. Excellent. Um, he takes forever to even mention really killing Gordon. However, Catherine says one thing he doesn't like and he slices her head off. So mm. I thought that it was a little bit inconsistent with the character. Yeah. Um, you know, I, th- think that it had a bit to do with the fact that him and Jim had a history so it was a little bit harder for him to maybe make that jump as to where Catherine the only real um history they had was permission to go after Gordon which mm-hmm. he didn't really care whether he had or not I do think it's going to be interesting if this whole like the virus and your previous relationships affects how you behave a bit, uh-huh. how that works with Lee and Jim and Lee, I mean, really Lee and anybody because she has quite, she has relationships with a lot <sighs> of people
3: well i mean if nothing else we can definitely we definitely know that lee's going to be coming after jim in a big big way right as soon as we see her again literally the second we see her
0: probably yes although didn't the
3: virus it had kind of like a a warming up mechanism where it took a few days yeah a couple few weeks something like that well it was
0: a few episodes we don't have that many we shall see and why was
3: barnes wearing the makeup mask when everybody knew who he was that's the question that is the question okay so i guess it's time wrap up the uh, yeah let's go ahead and wrap, wrap up the discussion up. here uh so i as usual at the end of the episode if you haven't listened to one of our episodes one of our hundred episodes
0: hundred there's a hundred of them honey
3: the the way we do this is uh to to kind of decide what we feel about the episode we pick a random number a random thing from the episode and then we throw it out to us and to you in the chat room to decide how we feel about the episode using an arbitrary scale. So this week's arbitrary scale, I'm going to go with 1,024 Edwards. Edward, 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 Edward,
0: Edward, 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 Out of 1,024
3: Edwards, how many Edwards do you give this episode?
0: 982. Why? Because – no, because – while there is a lot of stuff that happened and lots of things geared up, nothing terribly big happened other than Catherine being killed to me. Mm-hmm. Um, and Lee, you know, shooting herself up with the virus, which is a little cray. Um, <laughs> but I, I'm still waiting for the other shoe to drop. Mm-hmm. And I don't even think it's going to be next week. I think it's going to be that two hour season finale that's going to feel like four hours or half an hour
3: where the classic Batman rogue, the shoemaker shows up. The sh- and he s- goes. sorry, the shoe mocker shows up. That's a really good joke if you understand it. Yeah, I over know. Over in the chat room, I just wanted to point out this little exchange. Uh, the Powell family says, what, What's Lee's supervillain trait? And Lone Wolf Pack says, Whining. And Dean says, Annoying. So, <laughs> that was good nice. stuff. Also, over in the chat room, we have, uh, let's see, Powell family gives it a thousand Edwards, Derby Kid gives it a thousand and three Edwards. Uh Pal Family says it still needed more Bruce. And then Lone Wolf Pack gives it 999 Edwards and one Riddler for the gore. That's fair. Definitely very fair. What do you give it? What do I give it? I don't give it anything. (laughs) I refuse to give it anything. Okay. Uh let's see, Dean gives it 999 Edwards without Barnes makeup. 12 Uh. Edwards with Barnes makeup. (laughs) And then uh Bobby Hawk gives it seven hundred Edwards.
0: Bobby Hawk's had some haterate on it.
3: Yeah, I guess so. I guess so.
0: You know, I I'm gonna I look forward to that voicemail then.
3: I'm gonna go I'm gonna go a little on the lower side here, but I, I still like the episode. I'm gonna give it 975 Edwards.
0: only a few less Edwards than me.
3: And I think I think the main reason is I was just a little disappointed with how uh, the executioner came out. I, I the execution of it uh, was a little <laughs> off for me. Uh, Cobble Pottery says uh, 999 Edwards it felt That's like a, a very set- popular number tonight. It felt like a setup type of episode. highest yeah. point for me was the bank uh, banter between Ed and Oz. Uh, gotta love them being
0: absolute assholes to each other,
3: <laughs> but still having enough respect to uphold a no-kill rule. Uh, I
0: did love that they had the no-kill rule, that they had six hours before yeah. they were allowed. Though Oz had to
3: look backwards just to be sure, and I noticed that too, for mm-hmm. sure. Uh, so, uh, And uh, Bobby Hawk says, hey, his score isn't that low. It works out to two-thirds. Uh, okay, okay. Yeah, so good times, great oldies, 100 episodes, Amory. Wow. Amazing. Such- and now on to the news news first up the ratings Gotham is a 10th up to 1.0 for fox so obviously ratings are in the dump they're gonna get canceled
0: just kidding just kidding. wow <sighs> don't scare people
3: okay i won't i won't scare people anymore <laughs>
0: <gasps> there are some people that think we're an official podcast <laughs> yeah there, there are
3: that's very <laughs> like, true uh,
0: we're not guys <laughs>
3: yeah uh, i li- li- we we should you know kind of take a nice breezy way through the back half of the episode here we have actually gotten you emails from a, like a 14 year old kid mm-hmm.
0: uh, one who wanted to be cast on the show
3: who wanted to be cast on the show as young clark kent another from like a 12 year old kid who asked us if we could stop using so much profanity on the show because his parents won't let him watch it
0: we only use as much as is on the actual no i don't mean oh, on mean our the actual show. i
3: mean actually on gotham they emailed us to see if we could get them to stop using so much profanity on
0: gotham <laughs> Dude, so, we have no control. We we, we got yeah. some sweatshirts. That's about all the more we've got.
3: And we have some good friends on the show. That we, we A couple of whom we've heard from tonight. It's very true. Yeah, which is always it's fun. very true. Okay,
0: but I, now let's go ahead and watch
3: the preview for next week's episode, which is called Pretty Hate Machine, a.k.a. How do I always mess that up? Because I, I think the Gotham- They name them weird? Yeah, the Gotham official YouTube has been naming them weird things, but it's called Pretty Hate Machine, and it's a Ooh. reference to- Nine inch nails first album. That was the title of their first album. So Ooh. there's gonna be a lot of nails in this episode, I guess. Yes. So let's watch the preview here. So we have the court of arrows and Bruce Wayne hanging out with the shaman. And the guy's like, Why is Bruce Wayne here? <laughs> and, and then uh, Jim is uh, you know, launching an investigation into of all course. sorts of court hideouts. Hugo Strange loading up the machine. Nope. Uh, nope. Let's see was Ed that... and Butch versus Penguin and Ivy, a lot of fighting. There's some stuff. Another there's bomb. a bomb
0: of sorts. Is that Bruce blowing up yeah. a bomb?
3: <laughs> yeah, and then there was uh some, some red smoke touch virus being dispelled into the GCPD. Ooh. So it's going to be a hell of an episode, guys. You
0: know, it is going to be a hell of an episode. It is going to be
3: a hell of an episode. And Ben McKenzie, thank you for telling us to subscribe to Gotham. We already subscribed. We
0: do. We, we, we did that a while ago.
3: But, you know, next week, when you're yeah. done watching that episode, Pretty Little Hate Machine or whatever it's called. I think that's what it's called. Pretty Hate Machine. Uh, we want you Pretty to really let nice. us know what you think about it. Yes, uh, please. And a great way to do that is to email us, legends of gotham at gmail.com tweet us at legends of gotham the facebook is facebook.com slash groups slash legends of gotham and if you don't leave us a voicemail we will decapitate you 424-274-2352 again that's 424-274-2352 we love your head
1: don't make us cut it off bobby hey guys it's bobby <laughs> a lot going on in gotham again uh I guess with only a few hours left in the season, that's par for the course. Uh, This is an episode I feel like everyone's been waiting for as far as the full evolution of the Executioner. Mm -hmm. Uh, Cool outfit, guillotine's a nice touch. I don't know what was up with the mascara gone crazy in his eyes, but uh, (laughs) I really didn't care for the portrayal, quite honestly. I don't know if it was necessarily the portrayal, but just in in general.
3: I am shocked that Bobby agrees with me.
1: I was just a bit underwhelmed. I don't know exactly what I was looking for or what I was expecting, but with such a build-up to this episode, I just feel like it was kind of a meh for me. Mm -hmm. Uh, As far as Gordon and his pursuit of the the, uh, Court of Owls, apparently Catherine's no longer going to be a problem, thanks to the executioner. Pretty (laughs) rad scene there. Uh, I, but okay, so who's in power? So Catherine hasn't been the one who's been totally in power from the beginning. Uh, if she isn't, who is? Uh, oh, first thing oh, you would say is the shaman, but with the revelation of tonight, unless that's a lie, uh, that, I don't think that's the case either. Uh, we've been lie. told through casting news that we'd be getting Raja Ghoul, but uh, of course with, you know, so few episodes left, I don't see that happening either, unless it's just like the button of the season to set up the next, you know, uh, the next season, next storyline.
3: That That's my my theory is that it's going to be like – that's going to be the season cliffhanger is Ra's al Ghul and yeah. Harley Quinn and
1: then off to the Something summer. crazy, yeah. yeah. Uh, so maybe he is the one running it. Who knows? Um, but as far as the shaman goes, I'm going to go with the revelation – or as far as uh, – <laughs> with what happened tonight, I'm going to double down with my theory in saying that if he's not Bruce's grandfather, he's like some sort of, of uh, relation – uh, being that he was so upset by the murder of the Waynes, I think that maybe the Waynes and the Gordons were working together to try to take out in the court, which would be kind of uh poetic being that uh a Wayne and a, Gor- a a lone Wayne and a lone Gordon are what is left in the end to to protect Gotham as okay as far as Ed and Oswald are concerned uh i really enjoyed the dynamic tonight of the like okay we have to kill each other but in order to kill each other we have to get out of here so there's a truce and but once i get out of here i'm totally killing you (laughs) I i thought all of that was pretty cool um alfred okay alfred found out in this episode that uh yanni bruce is not bruce uh as far okay first first off that fight scene uh, was pretty cool. Uh, very cool choreograph- uh, choreography with all three concerned. Mm-hmm. Uh, especially considering two of them are, uh, minors. That being <laughs> said, with that fireplace poker, the way he hit those guys and the, 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 I mean, there, there's no way there wasn't more damage than that. Uh, Alfred had like a bloody nose from the head butts and <sighs> Selena had like a little, a little bruise on her cheek. Uh, they, there would have been some blood involved, uh, at, at the very least but that's just a tangent. Uh How did Alfred not know? I thought we all agreed that, like, okay, Shepard's <laughs> I Pines thought we all had a discussion about this. And he was just <laughs> biding his time. So... He didn't know. Then why was the shepherd's pie scene there to begin with? Ir- that true. that irked me, to be quite honest with you. Um, and if we're ta- if we're going to stick on the subject of irking, um, <laughs> what is going sure. on with Can Lee? I- as soon as I saw that that uh, that scene in the beginning with the uh, dream sequence and her and drinking the blood, blah blah blah. I was like, "No, you're not going to. No, you're not going to." As soon as I saw that scene, I knew what was going to happen. I was kind of attracted to Lee after she drank that blood, and so like throughout the episode, we were given no little to no motivation as to why she would do this. In fact, through the course of the episode, it was it almost seemed as if she was going to go the opposite direction, and then this happened. Mm-hmm. Uh, so as far as her being a regular next season, unless she's the regular baddie, I really don't <laughs> see that happening uh so maybe she was just h- hanging out giving her uh you know uh, hanging out with her hubby at at the up fronts um at <laughs> a 9 Talons, bloody talon fingers. I'm going to give it six. Six out of nine bloody talon fingers. So uh, happy 100 episodes, Bill and Amory, and here's to two more. <laughs> <laughs>
0: <Very> <laughs> there nice. we Thank go. You, Somebody got it right. Here's <laughs> two more. By the way, I
3: don't know if uh, people are aware of this. We used to do a Once Upon a Time podcast called Greetings from Storybrooke. Bobby and a few of our other listeners took it over for us when we gave it up last year. Mm-hmm. I am going to be triumphantly returning this week, uh, t- on Thursday, Thursday night, 8.30 p.m. EST, I think, uh, or 9 p.m. Somewhere around there. On my, keep an eye on my Twitter, at Bill Meeks. Uh, to talk about the series finale of Once Upon a Time. So very excited about that.
0: Yes, very he knows it's the season that. finale, but it should have been the series finale, things they will discuss. No, it's the series finale.
3: Twitch.tv slash universebox is where it's going to be. And yeah, just keep an eye out on my Twitter, at Bill Meeks, or the podcast Twitter, at GF Storybrook for that. And Thanks, Bobby, for calling in. Thank
0: you, sir.
4: Next up is Joel. Take it away, Joel. Ooh. Hey, Bill and Anne-Marie. It's hey, Joel, Joel from Portland. Uh, I've been out of touch for a bit, but I had to call in for the 100th episode. Uh, it's so great that the 100th episode had to come with such a great episode last night. One thing that i always wondered about, and they finally... I guess got around to doing it is why didn't you just put the owl back together like within the same episode of the episode after it broke all of a sudden they said oh it's just been in this box this whole time and we have a guy down at the lab who can piece it together i mean those pieces didn't look to be too shattered up it seemed like they were just big block pieces you could just Mm -hmm. put them together but anyways that is such a small part of a much bigger episode um let's give it up for uh I'm not a cop, I'm a butler and I stab you in the hand. That's the most, uh, BA, uh, that we've ever seen. Alfred, um, I'm surprised that,
3: that he didn't realize- You can say badass, it's cool.
4: lies that that wasn't Bruce earlier on. It seems like he has a lot of, uh, intellect to put two and two together and realize the differences, you know, earlier in episodes when he was, uh, playing chess with Bruce. <laughs> I mean, uh, little things like that, the, the way that somebody interacts, maybe even the way that he plays chess should be a tell to somebody like, Alfred, maybe he was just so involved with, uh, Bruce changing as a person and getting better at fighting and, and learning to be a different person that he didn't notice it, but it's- seems- He was like, oh, Bruce is finally going through puberty. Seemed like something should have came up. Um, but yeah, I was- uh, I'm not surprised to hear that Catherine's not the head of anything, and <laughs> I'm not even <laughs> believing right now that, uh, the shaman is part of the Court of Owls. Maybe they sent him to him. This whole episode felt very Darth Vader, Luke Skywalker, like together, uh, we can destroy Catherine and you know rule the rule G- Gotham as grandpa and, and grandson. But uh, anyways, those are just my thoughts. I uh, hope you guys have a great show tonight. Uh, even if I don't tune in and not in the chat room, 100 episodes is a great thing to celebrate. So uh, uh, until next time, you guys take care. And once again, I'm not a cop. I'm a butler.
3: <laughs>
4: nice. Thank you, Joel. Uh little more
3: pack over in the chat room says, I think Alfred may have suspected that that wasn't Bruce, but the stab wound was confirmation. Yeah. Which I could see. <clears throat> By the way, I think we have another message from Joel here that came in right after we started the episode. Let's try it. I should have
4: uh, been ready to hit play on this, but possibly, now I'm possibly vamping. Hey, Bill and Emory, It's Joel again from Portland. Hi. I just couldn't help but thinking uh, another thought. How great would it have been if, uh, if Alfred turned to Jim after, uh, or turned to even, um, over there talking to him and said, uh, damn it, Jim, I'm a butler, not a cop. I'd just be straight out of Star Trek. Be very Bones-like. Anyways, last thought. Bye.
3: That, awesome. that, that was worth the wait, Joel. Thank you. Totally for, worth the much, wait. Definitely. Okay, uh, let's see here. Uh, we do have a couple letters here, too. One from Mikey. Mikey says, I just thought I would drop another line. Congrats on the 100th episode. Uh, now for a few... F- Thoughts about tonight's episode. One: Did anyone else catch the Catwoman music from Batman Returns in the background when Alfred was talking to Selina and she was throwing a pity party? I did not notice that, but good catch. Uh, number two: I guess the Court of Owls needs a new head. <laughs> uh, LOL. back myself up. Uh, streets ahead, right there. Oh okay, uh, yeah. Number three: I believe I will pass on uh, red jello from now on. But what if you need to break out of the the, the bird cage? Okay, number four, I believe a Lee as Harley and a Jerome as Joker would be an interesting team up. Uh You disagree with a lot of people in the chat room, but we're we not all disagree hold that with you. But that's okay. Anyways, thanks again, y'all, and look, f- looking forward to this week's podcast. Thank you very much. Right. Mike. Okay, and next up, we have one from. Hey
2: everybody, old man Bert here. I'm just calling to wish you kids at Legends of Gotham a happy 100th episode. Now, I don't know what a Gotham is, but it sounds like some kind of turtle or something. But I'll tell you, I do know a thing or two about reaching 100. You know, me being only a few years shy of that myself. Now, I don't watch much of the TV these days. Only the Matlock and Jeopardy. Oh, and well, of course the occasional-
3: The Matlock Jeopardy.
2: She wrote, "Angela Lansbury." Yeah, she really looks <laughs> me. I don't really
3: I really hope they bring her to Gotham. Angela Lansbury. Yeah, for sure. Dead
2: as old as time. Gotham. She wrote. She's got elbows that go <laughs> don't hey, hey. Oh. Oh. oh, that's the nurse saying it's medication time again. I don't know what they put in those kills, but they sure do make me feel happy. Oh, I better let you kids go. I don't know if it's your bedtime, but it's probably time for me to take another nap. So, until next time, I just remember what old Bert <laughs> says. You're only as old as your needle. And I feel like an old moldy sack of potatoes. Well, at <laughs> least down below the potatoes. trousers. <laughs> Okay, kids. Have a good night hell boys. <laughs> Thank,
3: Thank you. you uh, I
2: think. <laughs> <laughs>
3: Let's see. A Cobble Pottery said, also, what is this message? LOL. And I said, no idea, but I, I love, love it. it. And Cobble Pottery is also effing crying. <laughs> this is amazing. amazing. So, mm-hmm. good, to which good wind see. says, get off my lawn. <laughs> Always, always great always to good. get uh, messages from random characters.
0: I uh, enjoy the characters. From
3: around Gotham. Podlock. Okay, uh, Frank over on YouTube says, Hey Bill and Amory, I have a thought and would like to know what you think. What do you think about Gabe turning into Solomon Grundy? Uh, think about it. He is big, he is dumb, and he just died too. <laughs> Perfect for Grundy. I That's think, all
0: you need to be Grundy. I
3: think that would be cool. A, I would love it. B, B, Probably not going to happen because I know I said this before about a different character, but I'm pretty sure that they also said it about Solomon Grundy that it would be a character we didn't know. Mm. So uh, I would say, you know, maybe maybe Matlock is – what a perfect so- Solomon Grundy Matlock would make. Andy Griffith is playing Solomon Grundy on Gotham. You heard it here first, folks, and we're going to wrap up with the voicemail from Mike Dasquah.
2: Right. A couple of questions. One – is Bruce playing with his new so called master? Yes. yes. And two,
0: what effect will the test virus have on Lee? Hopefully she'll be entertaining.
3: Maybe maybe she'll she'll become super nurturing like she's supposed to be in the comics. She's not at I don't all know. In the show. But thanks for calling in, Micah. Hey, hey. Obviously, next week we want to hear from you. All not, of you. We're not done yet. We still have two episodes going here. We'd love to hear from you and hear your thoughts about Gotham. Right after you're done watching the episode, do not hesitate a second or you might be too late. You can email us legends of Gotham at gmail.com. You can tweet us at legends of Gotham. Facebook is facebook.com slash groups slash legends of Gotham. And if you want to receive the tech virus via telephone, 424-274-2352. Again, that's 424 274 2, 3, 5, 2. We won't decapitate you, but we will Yet. give you a virus. We might decapitate you in a few weeks, though. Possibly. Very possibly. Uh, but we want to thank our chatters over at twitch.tv slash Box who are joining us Tuesday, 8.30 p.m. EST. We love having you guys over there. Cobble Potteries, uh, Dean, Hawk uh, uh, Hawks,
0: of, uh, you, you guys know who you Lon are. Lone Wolf Pack, awesome. something I can't pronounce, yeah. Wynn, Derby Kid, Pal Family.
3: And uh, Lone Wolf Pack in the chat says, do not pass go, do not collect $200. I wanted to collect $200, though. I really could use
0: $200. I'd like to go shopping. I need new new clothes.
3: Great time. We're going to be back here next week. Talking Gotham, Anne-Marie, where can people find you online?
0: You can find me on Twitter at AMD Simone, and I'm way more active than I used to be, so come talk to me, please. I'm bored. As
3: for me, you can follow me on Twitter <laughs> at Bill Meeks. You can follow all of the stuff we do at universebox.com here and in perpetuity, and you can also catch me this Thursday, 8.30 p.m. or 9-ish Ish. at twitch.tv slash universebox, talking about the series finale of Once Upon a Time. It's going to be great. I'm going to be going back to my OG podcast, Greetings from Storybrooke, to wrap it up. Anne-Marie, I have a out. meeting. Yeah, she has a thing.
0: PTA biz.
4: Yeah,
3: it happens. I'm it cool. Happens. But uh, thank you guys so much for joining us for this 100th episode. It's been such a blast. Uh, we hope you enjoyed that uh, Gotham fan trailer that aired
0: on Fox Television. Uh, we were on national TV. We on- were on
3: national TV on a Gotham also, commercial. Also, I
0: would like to point out in that – okay, so he gave us scenes when we were doing this. Uh-huh. And you, you were like, hey, this is the character I need you to play. I knew nothing, like nothing, nothing, uh-huh. nothing of any of these characters. And he's like, be be like really rough. And, and like the way he told me to dress was kind of masculine. So I thought I was playing a male uh-huh. character. And I was not. I, I was playing play- Essen. Yeah, I was playing Essen. And he just kept saying Essen. And to me, that meant nothing because I had no idea. Well, see, and I would like to apologize because I've never apologized to the poor actress. I did a horrible job and I- yet they put it on national TV. So I'm sorry.
3: I have always felt like Essen was sort of like a sort of like a rough character in the comic books. She was not club.
0: a rough character on this show.
3: No, she
2: was.
0: She was not. She was a beautiful woman and they killed her all. I loved her.
3: Join us next week for more. Legends, Legends
0: of, of Gotham. Gotham. Hashtag ranting time, sorry.
3: Hashtag lots of ranting time. Gee. <laughs>
0: three years of build-up on that one. Like it made me mad. <laughs> I have Derby
3: Kid will see us next week also.
0: I need more wine and I'm out. One hundred. With her head. No, take away her wine. Hashtag bye <laughs> I only had one glass.
3: Hey, can can you talk into your microphone? Real I don't
2: want. Oh, that
3: was your own damn fault. <laughs> <laughs>